Podcast. It's Build a Big Podcast, the marketing podcast for podcasters. I'm David Hooper, and this is the Barbie edition. If you want to grow your podcast, get more listeners to your podcast, make people care about your podcast, make a podcast that matters, make a podcast that makes you money, you are in the right place. Bigpodcast.com, that's the website. That's why I do it every day. I've been doing it for a long time. And before that, I was doing this for musicians. The same thing, helping them spread messages, grow audiences, make more money. This episode, the audio edition of my weekly newsletter. It's called Big Podcast Insider. It goes out every Friday morning, New York time. If you want to get it, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Everything that I talk about when it comes to links, you will find them at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. In this episode, special Barbie edition, looks good, but not very deep. YouTube test a video comments option. Instagram provides key ad creative tips. Media lesson from Dolly Parton. How good is your podcast? A really hot podcast. Also classified ads, things that I think that you will want to know about. This episode brought to you by Riverside.fm, the leading platform to record studio quality podcasts from anywhere. 70,000 people use Riverside. And there are a lot of reasons why they do it. One of them, the unbelievably high recording quality, regardless of your internet connection, regardless of your guest internet connection. That's because everything is recorded locally. After your interview, it gets zipped up into the cloud and you're able to download pristine audio, clean it up, make it sound even better. It's really great. It's very easy to use. Simply send your guest a web URL, just like clicking on a website. Your guest is going to be transported into the Riverside Studios. You record your podcast. The guest doesn't have to worry about anything, and neither do you. You're going to sound great. And you can try it for free. Riverside.fm is the URL to do that. They give you a couple of hours. It's enough for an interview, maybe a couple of interviews. Test it out. See how you like it. If you do, here's the discount code. It's going to get you 15% off. Big Podcast, B-I-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. That's Riverside.fm. The discount code, Big Podcast, B-I-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. I've made it easy for you to know when I'm going from thing to thing to thing. You will hear this sound. Certified badass. Got it? Is that appropriate for a Barbie episode? Uh, how about this one? Lock and load, bitches. Maybe this one? All right, we're going to go with that one. When you hear this sound... That's how you know that I'm moving on. Here we go. Looks good, but not very deep. Barbie is everywhere right now. That's why this is the special Barbie episode. If you haven't seen the trailer for the movie, I've got it linked. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. 46 million people have watched it. You want to see it. You want to get in on the conversation. There are so many things that I could say about this movie that are related to your podcast. I'm going to give you a couple of big ideas here. The first one, I want you to notice two things about the pitch. Again, this is linked. It's at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. On the trailer, it says, if you love Barbie, this movie is for you. And then right after, if you hate Barbie, this movie is for you. They're playing both sides here. There's not a whole lot of middle ground when it comes to Barbie. Some people love her. Some people don't love her. I'm arguably in the middle. <laughs> I definitely feel in the middle when I see little girls on one hand who absolutely love Barbie. And then I see these guys yeah, closer to my age, these middle-aged white guys, and they are pissed. Burning Barbies, protesting this. It's just a movie, right? But no, apparently not. 
And I'm going to dive a little bit more into that. I think this is actually a very good thing. And again, a lot of lessons for you and your podcast. This thing of if you love Barbie, this is for you. And if you hate Barbie, this is for you. That audience with two sides watching the same thing. This is something that every podcaster is up against. Yes, you. There are people who hate listen to your podcast. And hate listen, two words, but it's in quotes, so it's put together. It's a single thought. There's a one-word phrase for those people. Fans. I used to do this with Rush Limbaugh. This is whenever I needed to stress test my heart. On one hand, I appreciated the guy's hosting skills. It is very difficult to do a daily three-hour show at that level. And he did it for years, for years and years and years. On the other hand, this is the part that I didn't like. Limbaugh spread a lot of misinformation. He laid the groundwork for the circus that we're living in right now. That's what can happen when you've got a big antenna. People believe anything that you say. Oh, sure, you're on the radio. <laughs> of course you must be correct. You're an authority. That's something we can take advantage of as podcasters, but we need to do it in a thoughtful way. That's my belief. Can't just be reckless about it. Talk to a preacher. This is really interesting. He said, I've got a lot of power. I'm up there on the pulpit, and I realize that if I say that I like apple pie, next Sunday, I'm going to have five or six apple pies waiting for me. <laughs> hey, I heard you said you liked apple pie, so I brought you one. That's what I'm talking about. This is just something for you to be aware of. You don't have to be as extreme as Limbaugh. You could just be that person. I certainly have those people listening to me that they do not like something about what I do. Yet they still listen. I don't know. Maybe they find it interesting. Who knows? Who knows? We could psychoanalyze every single person listening to us, but it would take forever. In the end, it's almost like these Barbie boycotts. You see these guys burning Barbies or whatever they're doing now? Well, they still have to buy them. Mattel, the company that makes Barbie, they're making money regardless of whether you burn your Barbie or you love your Barbie or you collect your Barbie or you do whatever. You as a podcaster, if somebody listens to you and loves you, and we want that, right? Because that spreads a good message. It makes people feel good. It makes us feel like we're doing something good in the world. And maybe you've got a message where if people hear it, they're spreading it to their friends. And this is one of those side things like an apple pie. If I were to say, you're thinking about getting a dog, adopt, don't shop. You know, something like that. That message gets spread. That's a good thing. As opposed to the hate listeners that are just going to shut you down right there. Say, my God, no, I'm getting my purebred dog, whatever. Everybody's mad at something, right? But regardless, like that Barbie boycott, whether somebody's spreading your message in a good way because they like it, or somebody hates you and they're sending you that negative energy because they don't like it, you still get that download. If you're doing a CPM model for your advertising, you still benefit from that. Any kind of chart positions, you still benefit from that download. There are still benefits to hate listeners. And I think that's a great thing for you to keep in mind because, again, you have those people listening to you. Not everybody who listens to you is going to completely agree with you. By the way, since you're here listening, you might as well subscribe if you want to, bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. That way you never miss an episode. I don't judge. You can hate listen. That's okay. You can get every single one delivered right to you as they come out. 
All right, big idea number two, looks good, but not very deep. Thoughts like this are also something that podcasters may be up against. There is nothing wrong with pure entertainment. I mentioned at the very beginning of this episode, that's where I come from, the entertainment business. And there's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes people need entertainment to get them away from whatever they've got that's not entertaining. Bills, bad relationships, screaming kids, pain, misery, jobs that they don't like. Who knows? Sometimes people need escapism and there's value in that. Not everything has to be educational or provide a lesson. Making somebody's life better, even if you're just helping them to pass the time, that can be meaningful work. So if you want to do a pure entertainment podcast, that's what you're really excited about. And people are saying, well, don't you need a message? Don't you need a niche? I mean, maybe, maybe it can help. It can help people find you. If somebody's got a problem and they need that problem solved, there is a benefit to being able to solve it when it comes to attracting those listeners to you. You can put that flag in the ground. And because of that, people can search for you. They can find you. That is a method of you growing your podcast. You won't necessarily have that with a pure entertainment podcast. However, should you go for a pure entertainment podcast, know this, that there are always opportunities to go deep and sneak in important messages if you want. Barbie has done this. For example, the dream house. Barbie got that in 1962. That doesn't sound very progressive for Barbie to have this big mansion in Malibu. But 1962, women weren't even allowed to get a credit card in their own name. That didn't happen until 1974. Could women own property at that time? Yeah, they could. So technically, I suppose that Barbie could have owned the dream house. But, and this is a story from my own life. This was my parents. This is my mother. It was very common for a mortgage to list a man's name with and spouse to refer to his wife. So my parents' mortgage has my father's name and spouse, my mother not listed on it. Sure, Barbie, just a doll, right? But no, not just a doll. It's aspirational to people, aspirational to all the young girls, even more so today. You've got rocket scientist Barbie, Dr. Barbie. This has come along recently. Even the flubs that Barbie had. In 1992, there was a Teen Talk Barbie pulled the string. Barbie would say something like, Math class is hard. (laughs) That made a lot of people mad. So much so there was the Barbie Liberation Army. People would take G.I. Joes, also made by Mattel. (laughs) The same voice contraption in the back. And they were switching out Barbie's voice box with G.I. Joe's voice box. Buy them, switch them out, take them back to the store. They were restocked. So a lot of kids were getting these Barbies and they would say something like, Lock and load. (laughs) Whatever G.I. Joe said. (laughs) I don't know. He probably didn't say that. G.I. Joe was also helping people. He's a real American hero. Anyway, even the mistakes were lessons for us. And I think that's something for us to think about with our podcast. Sometimes we step over the line. Whoops. Shouldn't have said that. It's an opportunity for us to grow. It's an opportunity for our audience to grow. So do listen to your audience. Sometimes you're going to step over that line. Yeah, maybe you're wrong about that. I've certainly done that. Something else that Barbie's doing today, I think this is great. Barbies today are diverse. Barbie, it's a lot of different people 
They're not all named Barbie. We're going to call them Barbies, though. They're dolls of various colors, different body types, different jobs. There's a Barbie in a wheelchair, Barbie with hearing aids, Barbie with vitiligo. There's a Ken with vitiligo. The big idea here is this. If you really want to spread a message, sometimes it looks good but not very deep, that's the way to do it. That's how you sneak that message in. If I came to you and said, yeah, I'm going to show you how to be more socially conscious, save the world, invest wisely, make good decisions. Not very exciting. Not for most people. But if I came to you with an entertainment podcast and we snuck those messages in, that's how you change things. And when I talk about impact, changing the world, I really believe podcasting can do this. I think it's already doing this. Talk about how your podcast can do it. Well, got an entertainment podcast, sneak in these things. Do it, man. It's the most punk rock thing that you can do. I'm curious, are you doing it? If you are, I want to know about it. You can reach out to me, Threads, Blue Sky, Mastodon. I've got all my social media links at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Also, different links to the different Barbies if you're curious about seeing these different Barbies. Not just the blonde hair, blue-eyed lady. Nope. All sorts of people coming through the Barbie franchise. It's a changing world, guys. It's a changing world. And the people at Mattel, they know this. They do all sorts of market research. This is a company that's almost 100 years old. They know what is happening. These people who buy Barbies, and sure, there's some outliers. There's probably some guys like me buying Barbies. (laughs) But mostly young girls. That's the future. This is where we're going. If you're curious about that, you want to get it on the ground level, look what Barbie's doing. Again, if you're doing something sneaky with your podcast, sneaking in an important message, I want to know about it. Do reach out to me. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com has all the social media links. YouTube test video comments option. YouTube has announced that it's testing a new option that lets users respond via videos to comments on other people's channels. Your hardcore social media people, they know that it is often the best option when you want to get attention for your message to respond to somebody else's message. That, for most people, is better than doing something yourself. If you've got, let's say, 5,000 people that follow you. All right, that's not a bad number. But when you can respond to somebody who's got a million people following or four or five million people following, you're reaching more people? You might. Thinking like this, there may be an opportunity for you with these video comments. This is being tested right now. I've got the links to more information. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Instagram provides key ad creative tips. Speaking of social media and getting attention on social media, I got some advice on how to best use Instagram to promote your stuff. This is from Instagram. They're suggesting three things. One, tell a story. Show how your brand, your podcast, can be part of a listener's lifestyle. Two, inspire action. Show real people to build trust. Meaning, whatever you're doing, show it being done. Show it being done by real people. Three, create visual interest using different layouts, colors, perspectives, and textures that align with your brand. This is the exact same thing that you should be doing with your podcast, even creating visual interest. Everything you can do visually on Instagram, you can do it via an audio-only podcast. Does it require modification? Yeah, but the results are the same. Creating visual interest in an audio-only podcast requires leveraging the power of theater of the mind. That's what we're talking about here. Getting listeners to imagine those images, those scenes, those visuals based on the audio cues that they receive. You've heard it in this episode. Play the music. 
change it up a little bit? What are you thinking? Yeah, you're thinking Barbie. <laughs> you're thinking about those choreographed dance scenes. Music inspires action. And we're talking audio. It could be just your voice that inspires action. A lot of times that's better than a visual. What happens when you hear music? Start tapping your foot, bobbing your head, snap your fingers. You can do the same thing with your voice on your podcast. You want to do it in a little bit of a different way? Add music. Check this out. I can take that same basic line and say music, that inspires action. Get you to bob your head, smile, tap your foot, snap your fingers. Music inspires action. Sounds a little bit different with music behind it, doesn't it? Let's talk about some techniques that you can use to enhance this visual experience for listeners. The first one, vivid descriptions, using descriptive language to paint a detailed picture in the listener's minds. Be specific about colors, shapes, textures, other visual elements. Engage multiple senses by incorporating sounds, smells, tactile sensations. If I were to describe the Barbie movie, pink on pink on pink. Need a black light for this thing. A lot of fabrics you could touch. It's soft, not hard, soft. You're not going to cut yourself anywhere in the Barbie movie. It's soft. You get the feeling you could jump off that Barbie dream house three stories up. Float down just like a feather, softly landing in a bed of clouds. Vivid descriptions. That's number one. The second thing, engaging narration. The way to deliver content that matters. Vary your tone, pitch, and pace to match the emotions or actions in the scene or situation adjusting your voice, that is what creates tension, excitement, a sense of calm. You're not going to speak the same way at a funeral as you would a celebration. It's not, hey, everybody, the guy's dead. Woo! No. You say, we're gathered here today to bury a very special man. He impacted a lot of people during his life. It's a different thing. You need to do the same thing on your podcast. Toastmasters, they will call it vocal variety. For this example, we are calling it engaging narration. Third thing, sound effects. Utilize sound effects strategically to enhance the atmosphere and immerse the listener in a story. For example, if you're describing a bustling city street, add background sounds of cars honking, people talking, or footsteps echoing. You listen to NPR, they do this all the time. You think they're really there? Maybe, maybe. There might be some guy capturing field sounds, but a lot of times that's a sound effects library. We could combine this third thing, sound effects, with engaging narration, vivid descriptions, to really set the scene as to what we are doing. You don't just say, yeah, I showed up at Barbie's Malibu Dream House to do an interview. You would say something descriptive in an interesting way, have sound effects behind you to really bring the listener into that. You'd say something like, after a quick check with the guard who verified my credentials, he opened the gates for me, and I was immediately impressed by Barbie's manicured lawn, the long drive leading up to the Malibu Dream House, trees on either side, birds chirping, and in the distance, getting louder as I drove closer, I heard the thump of pop dance music, which I assumed was Barbie and her friends working on one of her famous choreographed dance routines. Something like that. And that's the fourth one, music and ambience. Select appropriate background music or ambient sounds that complement the theme or mood of your podcast. Just like a live event, music sets the mood for your podcast. That is why on the special Barbie edition of Big Podcast Insider, you have more of that music here. Five, dialogue and characterization. 
Give people whom you talk about, these are your characters, distinct voices and personalities. Describe how they look and what situations they are in. You hear this on NPR. As I rang the door of the Malibu Dreamhouse, within seconds, there she was, wearing all pink from the hat on the top of her head to the high heels on her feet. The only thing not pink, her blonde hair and blue eyes, staring right at me, ready to be interviewed. Do that wherever you can. Bring those visuals in, even in a standard one-on-one interview. We're talking audio here. Bring people into it. Oh, man, I noticed you're wearing that ball cap. What does that mean? Oh, you got a t-shirt that says blank on it. What does that mean? We're sitting here in a room full of guitars. You play guitar? Bring people into where you are and whatever your situation is. You want all this in writing and more information? Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Media lessons from Dolly Parton. Speaking of real-life Barbies that I'd like to interview. Dolly Parton, she is at the very top, and I'm not joking, of my list for guests that I want to interview. She's given away over 100 million books to kids via her Imagination Library program. Do you know about this? This started in Sevierville, East Tennessee. She started a program there that would get every kid, give them a book a month. This is what she was doing to take care of her people, which arguably... I mean, it's like a coal mining town, you know, not a lot of, probably not a lot of hope. Um, This is where my relatives are from. I've got an aunt. She sounds just like Dolly Parton. (laughs) So I can appreciate that. And knowing where she came from and how successful she's been. And she's a person, a lot like Barbie owning her own dream house. I mean, Dolly Parton owns her stuff, owns her stuff. People would say, well, she's got this fake wig and fake makeup and whatever, but she's probably the realest person that you can meet when it comes to really caring about people. And one of the things that she has been up against is because she's got the wig and uh, body uh, modifications, we shall say. She had some, some plastic surgery done. She's had to run up against people who, I guess they want to focus on that rather than some of the good work that she's doing, such as the 100 million books that she's given to kids via Imagination Library, the scholarships that she's given kids from Sevierville. I've got an example. I'm going to play a clip from it. This is a great example of how to deliver an interview that gets your message out even when the host is a jerk. The host Barbara Walters, she's an example of what not to do. Listen to this question and listen to Dolly's answer. Dolly, did you look like this when you were a kid? Not quite. I mean, you didn't have the, you didn't have the blonde wig. But when no. you went to school, when you were 11, 12, 13, was it this about you? Well, you mean uh, the full uh, figure? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, I thought that's what you meant. Well, actually, I've always been pretty well blessed. Uh, as a child, I grew up fast. Uh, other members of my family, you know, have done the same. My assistant asked me something, and I'm going to blame it on her because I wouldn't have had the nerve otherwise. Is it all you? <laughs> well, I can't show you here. I don't tell her. I'll well, take your word for it. I get asked that question. I always answer that by because people are in awe of the whole thing. You know, a lot of people say I have. A lot of people say I have it. I always say that if I hadn't have had it on my own, I'm just the kind of person that would have had me some made. Every podcaster, host or guest needs to watch this video. I've got it linked. It's at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Who is your dream guest? I want to know. 
reach out to me, Threads, Blue Sky, Mastodon. Those links also, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. How good is your podcast title? Streamlit. That is the program that analyzes the title that you have chosen for your podcast episode. You enter your summary, enter the title of your episode. It's got a large language model. It lets you know how suitable that title is for SEO. If your title doesn't work out so well, it generates optimized SEO titles that will work for you. It is free. I've got it linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. I want to know how it works for you. Run your titles through it. Let me know what it says. You can reach out to me again. Threads, Blue Sky, Mastodon, anywhere and everywhere I'm there. Everything is linked, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. A really hot podcast. I walk out of a small production studio where I produce my radio show, maybe eight by eight. It is so packed with equipment that it is the warmest place in the building. So warm that if people ever get snowed in, they can't leave the office or they're worried about getting back into the office, the production studio is where people sleep get under the desk, got all the computers there, rack mount after rack mount of gear. It gets pretty warm in there, especially when you got a lot of people. I've got a meme related to this. It is at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. You're going to want to go there to see it. I've got a question for you though. What do you do to keep cool when you record? I'm right now in the red room. It's a five by eight room. There's no air conditioning in it. I do have a lot of insulation. So it's not bad. It's not bad, but it certainly is not a even mild 78 degrees in here and definitely not cooler than that. Anyway, how do you keep cool during your podcast? And when you record, let me know. Everything's linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Also linked. I've got a way for you to deal with plosives. That's part of the joke. It's a very easy way to remove them. You don't need any special audio software. What you've got will work. No special plugins. If you're having an issue with those popping peas, I've got a solution for you. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Classified ads for you. Swell AI automates writing, podcast summaries, articles, social posts, and more. Manage multiple shows in one dashboard. Build custom templates for each show. It connects to Google Drive, Dropbox, and Zoom. So however you're transferring your podcast files back and forth, however you record your podcast, you're going to be taken care of with Swell AI. More or less, it is creating your episode notes via automation. Swell AI, you can start for free. I've got it linked, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Be more productive with Cave Day, the virtual co-working solution used by creatives at Netflix, Spotify, and Amazon. I talked last week about meeting a ton of people at Netflix, writing on these Netflix shows. Met them via Cave Day. You get together for one or three hour sessions. Go, 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 go. You don't have to worry about anything else. You're going to get a ton of work done. You can try it for only $1. If you want to be more productive, Cave Day is the way to go. I've got it linked. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Hey, two more things for you. One, you want to subscribe to this podcast. Make sure you never miss an episode. The way to do that, bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. I make it very easy for you. If you've got an iPhone, an Android, one click is all it takes to instantly subscribe and never miss an episode. You can call it follow, by the way. Times are changing, man. Got to keep up with it. But I'm still going to use the URL, bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. Join me on that throwback, man. Subscribe or follow. One click is all it takes. I've got an RSS feed for you. I've also got a QR code that you can scan. However you want the podcast, I'm going to deliver it to you. It's going to be free. You can unsubscribe at any time. Bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. Also, if you want more, if you want to work with me personally, you want to grow your podcast, make people care about it. If you want to get on radio, attract more advertisers, just make more impact and make more money. I can help you. And if you want to do it in a big way, 
This is what I've got set up for you. It's called Big Podcast AMP Audio Monetization Program. Bigpodcast.com slash AMP, A-M-P. Go there, check out what I've got to offer. It's super cheap, man. Right now, about 50 bucks a month to personally work with me. Sounds crazy, right? Yeah. But I'm going to show you how I do it. If you go to bigpodcast.com slash AMP, go there now before you forget, check it out, and I'll see you on the next episode of Build a Big Podcast.